This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We'll talk a little baseball here. I know you're like November baseball, but there's some good things going on with the Guardians, and I just kind of want to spend a little time talking about that. Plus, Nick Costos is going to join us. He's really going to give us some insight uh, into Dolphins-Browns coming up on Sunday. And then Michael Lee from the Washington Post is going to talk to us too. Um, and we'll chat with him at 1 o'clock. Um, I- I'm going to get into these power rankings in a second. But first, as we heard, Chris Antonetti is the MLB Executive of the Year. So big round of applause, Chris. Right? <laughs> Excited for him. I mean, you know, those guys have put a lot of time, energy, and years into the organization here. Yeah. And, you know, I, I'm uh, I'm happy for them, excited for everybody, because I'm sure Chris has to share. I mean, Chris clearly needs to share that award with everybody who's in the building, right? When you're the executive of the year, it's not just him, right? He'll be the first to tell you that. Yeah, I would think so, too. And I'm sure if he – I wouldn't be surprised if he does a press conference at some point to talk about it. Although, I mean, when you are executive of the year, what does that mean? Like when people walk in your room like, hey, man, it's Chris Antonetti. Check him out executive of the year is there a cash prize yeah i don't know do you like get a bust in the executive mlb hall of fame get a watch out your name on a plaque you get a plaque you gotta get a plaque or something get the respect of your peers andy the award's only been around for five years by the way oh so does that lessen it if it had been around for longer you know i i don't know i just wonder like i mean i mean obviously that's cool among your peers but trending appropriately has only been around for 24 hours it's already major that Trending is true. appropriately. That is a good point. Um, at, and at what point do you become statue worthy for executive of the year? Have you ever thought about that? These are things that keep me up at I night. I wonder if there's, but there's a Branch Rickey statue somewhere. Paul Brown, Al Lerner has a statue. I'm just trying to think of non-athletes well, he, that have a statue. Yeah, but I mean, you know, you think about. His kid put it up. Sports. I mean, he did bring the team back. He did also help them leave a little bit, too, but well, we, we tend not to talk about that when you, it comes to think? Brown's history. Here, get on my plane. Here. Oh, by the way, <laughs> want to meet this guy from Maryland? I don't know. They call him the governor? I think that's what they call him. And I know him because of banking. Yeah. Um, and so also up for awards when it comes to Major League Baseball. Stephen Kwan is up for Rookie of the Year. Yeah. I hope he gets an opportunity to win that. Terry Francona is up for Manager of the Year. So all of these things, and like I'm even looking at ESPN right now, Chris Antonetti, named executive of the year. Outstanding. Congratulations on that. There are also power rankings uh, that are out, too, about your team for next year. Jeff, I'm going to let you take over a little bit here because you wanted to touch on the ESPN ones. I saw one that um, kind of bummed me out. So go ahead. Why don't you talk a little bit about the power rankings and how 
how the Guardians look on ESPN. Really? You you were bummed out? I was bummed out about what CBS wrote. All right. I'll tell you that. Well, let, let me throw this one at you. I thought when I when I saw that they already put out some power rankings, I always enjoy looking at stuff like that because I just like perspective. I do too. And I thought, where would you put the Guardians? And I kind of thought top eight? Maybe feels very much like the top, Cavs. Top ten, right? The yeah. Cavs, I think, are easier to define because they have the playing tournament. And well, I think about that, and, and I'm like, there are you only know, fifteen guys. You know, yeah, I, I, mean, think the, I, I always I, go back. To I think the Guardians and Cavs are kind of in the same boat. Well, maybe. And I thought, all right, well, where are they? And uh, Dave Schoenfeld wrote this, and so the number one team he had was Houston. And so I, I thought, all right, I, I don't care about the National Leaguers, although the Braves were his number one team. Uh, Astros, number one in the American League, and they were number one overall. Tampa Bay was fourth. And I thought, okay, there's a team that doesn't spend a lot of money. That's interesting. And I thought, boy, I haven't seen the Guardians. It's all National League. Then you got down to the Blue Jays at eight. So they were the third American League team. And then you had the Mariners at 10. They were the fourth American League. Yankees at 11, that's five. And then the Guardians were the 12th team overall and the sixth American League team. That's Does that feel about right to you? Yeah, I think that so feels they were, right. So they were 12th. They were eighth in the final power rankings for 2022. And they were 11th before that, right? Yeah. Um, he points out they have three clear positions where they can add offense. One is catcher. No kidding. We all saw it. He said they ranked uh, 29th in the majors. Our catchers did in OPS. Designated hitter, where the Guardians ranked 29th. There's the Fran Mill effect. That didn't work. Yeah. And then, Andy, center field, where Miles Straw leading the, the way in center field, the Guardians ranked dead last in OPS. Do you want to read the CBS one? So yeah. You, ready he to adds they love Straw's defense, and he's signed. And we'll see if they uh, address catcher and DH. Okay. But he also mentioned, will they look to trade Shane Bieber, who will make more than $10 million in arbitration and has two seasons remaining of team control. So he has the Guardians 12th, and he brings up the questions that we all mentioned, catcher, center field, DH, he didn't throw in first base. You could throw that in, too. True. But he took a little time to write his, right? Yeah. And I would assume. spent a little energy talking about. CBS just hacked one together? Oh, I don't know if they hacked the entire thing together, but uh, they made Guardians very clear. Matt Snyder wrote CBS Sports Power Rankings, and clearly it was very easy to say that the Astros were numero uno. Um, and as I look through their power rankings, I, you know, work my way down. The Phillies had moved up 10 spots in CBS's power rankings, so they were completely wrong. They had them 12 and moved them all the way up to two, but did they not earn that? Absolutely. They lost in the World Series. Padres at three, Dodgers at four. I mean, just with big, you know, big, big paragraph on all of these guys. Yankees moved to six. This is probably one of the smaller ones. The Bronx Bombers, I don't know, man. If they lose Aaron Judge to free agency, that's going to look like a pretty punchless offense. Okay, I'll buy that right after them at seven, the Mets. If your season ends and a portion of your fan base thinks a guy 
uh, was cheating because his ears were red. Things have gone horribly off the rails. Okay. All right. Mariners at eight. And then he just kind of was like throwing one-liners out. Like he had wrote a lot about the other teams. Nine, the Blue Jays. Here's your winner for a team that ended its season in the most devastating way. I'll give it to you, one-liner. All he said about the Guardians, and now ranked 10, down from 8 on CBS. Want to know what he said? Hold on to the pit of your stomach. And, and they're where? 10. Okay, well, they he they have him ranked higher than ESPN did. I thought you said ESPN had him at 8. 12. At 12. Okay, well, he's got him at 10, and they were 8. Here's the line. Goodbye to Shane Bieber, Guardians fans. That's it. That's all he wrote. Mm. Goodbye to Shane Bieber, Guardians fans. Now... Do you think Shane Bieber is gone this season? I think maybe that's more of the question. You got two years of arbitration. He's an unrestricted free agent in 2025. How long do we get to hang on to Shane Bieber? What do you think? I think he's going to be here. You think Jose Ramirez set a trend for Cleveland? I don't expect Shane to take, you know, a lot less money. I don't expect. I just think he'll be here. Uh, I, I This is what I don't like about the Guardians or or Indians. It's that you get someone that you – and by the way, they've been right a lot of the time when they let somebody go. But it's when you're in the moment before, and you're like, you know, you've got Shane Bieber on your staff. Is there any way we can keep him for a long time? Can we not have to worry about their contract when it's over? Maybe just re-sign one of our biggest guys ever again. Although I, the, the hard part for me is I look at it, I see it. And what do you think, eight times out of ten when we have one of these big-name guys and they let them go? It seems to work out in their favor here because they're not overpaying. Or is that the way I want to look at it? Do, you, do you have think? the Major League Executive of the Year running, yes. running the thing? Yeah. Do you trust him? Yeah, I do. I do, too. I do trust him, but it's it's hard to be a fan when you're looking at it this way, right? You want these teams to stay together, but if you want to keep winning in some way, you gotta let some, you gotta kick them out of the nest because you can't afford them because they want a nicer nest. Sometimes, man. Again, I'm really curious your thoughts on this too because we're I mean we're talking about I mean when you read that it's just such a punch in the stomach because you've had such a good season and you know they they real I mean they took the Yankees down to the wire. And, I, you know, I know the Yankees got shelled in the next round, but that doesn't matter. We had a team that no one expected anything from. They were hoping that they would be around a 500 team, a little bit better than that, and maybe maybe sniff the playoffs. No, man, they killed it last year. And they were fun to watch, and they were exciting. And I, I, you may look back at last season and go, that might be one of the best seasons I've ever seen out of a baseball franchise from Cleveland. But then you go to Spotrack and you see uh, arbitration two, arbitration three, UFA, unrestricted free agent. Is he here for two years or not? No, I don't think he is. No. I think they'll trade him. I think they'll try to get something for him. Look, rooting for the Guardians is the same thing with rooting for the Rays. You can toss the Brewers in there, too, if you so desire. All the mid-market teams. You're basically rooting for college football teams. That's the way you got to look at it. They're college teams. Hmm. You have these guys for six to seven years, and then they will move on to the next level. And they will move on to greener pastures. And I don't know if David Blitzer and the Blitzer group is going to come in and change that and maybe keep some more of these guys that aren't just Jose Ramirez who's willing to take a pay cut to stay right where he is because he's happy. 
I hope that's the case. I hope they can start re-signing some of these guys and keeping them here a little bit longer. But until then, do you have faith in that right now? I don't. I don't really have. A I have no idea. I'm. I'm shoulder shrug. I have no idea. I mean, I, I see how he runs the 76ers. I mean, they're giving Joel Embiid a boatload of cash. Right. They gave a boatload of cash to James Harden. Okay, maybe that helps. But, like, I have no idea. It's just right now you look at these teams, you go, yeah, they're college baseball teams. Okay, you're going to be here for five, for seven years. Cool. I'm going to really enjoy the seven years with you, and I'm going to really enjoy the seven years after where I'm watching you play for somebody else. It's painful. Yeah, it's just it's hard to watch. I don't know. And I, I but think it's, it's, but we do it with college constantly. We do it with Ohio but State. We're not where you're watching a college team. This isn't a in college co- team. In college, you know the guys are leaving. Right. It's right. the same thing you're looking at right now with Shane Bieber. You know he's leaving. You know he's gone. He's not going to resign unless they because they're not going to open up the checkbook and give it to him because his velocity is down on top of that, and the metrics would tell you don't resign a guy whose velocity. Is I down. hate that you just said that because I think you're right. Yeah. I hate that you said that. It's the same but, thing they did with Corey Kluber. But is his yeah, heart, no, I is agree. His velocity That's why I down think that too. Because it's the year after an injury, and it's velocity that went up as the season went along. It more maintained, I think, that it went. I don't know. I need to look and make sure to see if it was going the right direction. I, I shouldn't open my mouth until I have the facts. Yeah, why well, start now? Yeah, no kidding. Hang on. Should we play inter- interlude music here while he looks it up? No. Doesn't it bother you though? I just like it, but that's the, no, I think Andy, I, I think this is the thing that pokes the bear at the fans here. Is that you're sitting here, you're talking about executive of the year, you've got the rookie of the year nominee, you've got um you, you know, you've got manager of the year. You we had such a it, I mean it might have took people a little while to just kind of warm up to the name change, but by the end of the season, I think that that excitement you have right now for the Cavaliers matches exactly what you had for the Guardians towards the end of the season. I, I just, I'm kind of there. But then, you know, then you start looking through and you're like power rankings. And you're like, you want your team to be up there on the top. And I know power rankings don't get you a trophy or anything like that. But you're right, Jeff. It's the way the rest of the world sees you. And I don't know, maybe you just shouldn't care about the way they see you. But when I'm sitting here reading just uh, this, you know, the bios of how these teams can be great and what they're doing to move on and, you're talking about great things about Dusty Baker and, you know, Bryce Harper and Schwarber and all these guys. And then you get to your team and you're like, say goodbye to Shane Bieber. I'm like, really? You can't find anything positive about this team right now? Other than the fact you think they're a top 10 team at 10, down two from CBS? Like, that. That's I think that's the stuff that punches you as a fan. Started at 90.8 in April. This is fastball velocity for Shane Bieber. Started at 90.8, ended at 91.6. So, yeah, went up. Good so call. So, it went up. Yeah, good call. Yeah, thanks. Good job looking out for the facts. All right, let's do this. I have another one for you. It is election season. We have to get the facts straight. Well, that is true. Why start now? When you look at your baseball team that had a good run and you feel like everything's going in the right direction, I'm not I'm not joking about trending appropriately, but they really are, right? And well, you feel good. Appropriately, what appropriately means. Yeah. 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 But you feel good about where they're going. I do. I feel good about them. I feel good about the guards. I actually, hey, man, Browns get a win on Sunday. I'm going to feel good about them, too. I'm going to feel good for what could be a very, very interesting, you know, back half of the season. But is this not like the inherent problem with a franchise when you, like, you you start to dig your heels in and say, okay, I'm in. I'm in Guardians. I'm in playoffs. I'm in this. I'm that. And then you go to CBS and you look at the power ranks and it says, goodbye to Shane Bieber. Guardians fans, like talking to you personally, like calling you out as you're driving on 480 right now. 
They're saying that. Or you're on 271. Or you're on 90, 176. Turnpike. You're assuming everybody's on a highway? I, well, if you are. Why, do you want to start listing every street in Northeast Ohio? It's just easy to name the highways. Is it? Okay. <clears throat> Way easier to say that. Because we're trying to connect with you. You know what I'm saying? I see you driving by Rockside. So my point here, though, is that when you read this and you see this and you're like, say goodbye to Shane Bieber. Yeah, I just that's I, bumming you out, man. I, I do. Well, I just don't want to feel it. I don't like. I, I want to like everything. Like, you just had the executive of the year named, and maybe that's the scales of justice. You're like, well, maybe CBS is right. You know, say goodbye to Shane Bieber. But wait a minute, you have the executive of the year, so he's going to make the right decision. And maybe they're, maybe they're right. Maybe Shane Bieber, they can get a lot for him this year, and they'll be able to, you know, keep this thing moving in the right direction on the heels of making another good deal like they did. I, the Lindor deal feels great now, doesn't it? Doesn't the Lindor feel, doesn't the Lindor deal feel pretty good right now? Um, it's, Better than letting him walk away for nothing. Well, you picked up a gold glove all-star second baseman and a starting shortstop who did a heck of a job for you. I, To me, and, and yeah, you want the star power and all that stuff, what would you rather have right now? Francisco Lindor at that price tag, or your starting shortstop and your starting second baseman who's an all-star and a gold glover. I would take the two guys who were here. And there are two young guys who still might develop. You never know. That center fielder is not bad with a glove either. Nobody wasn't in that deal. I know, but I'm just saying there are other guys that were able to kind of bring in around it. I, I, I just... I, don't, I look at it, just bums me out. I just get bummed. Dan, well, I'm don't get very, bummed out. Well, Dan, our, I'm our very curious on a, yours because our team has done a good job, Andy, of fielding a competitive team. Now, where the power rankings have the Guardians, twelfth on the ESPN, tenth on the CBS. Right. That's not bad. It's not. It tells me that they've not completely, however, bought in on last season. How did you like the parade, Jeff? Did you like it? Did it, you like the parade? It was really hot. Did you like it, though? Did sure, you enjoy the a parade? celebration of sport in Cleveland. Yeah, but a, a little bit more than that. I'm just saying, when, when we were in that situation, regardless of the names on the back of the jersey, we were the city, the town. We were the ones you wanted to beat. It was either us or Golden State. All right, so what's your point? My point I, I is it's it. kind of nice to feel good, to feel um, empowered by your sports franchises, not being in the middle but being a team that other franchises are like uh, other fans or other cities kind of look up to, and you're not, you know, you're not the the joke. Like we we know what that feels like with the Browns, and I don't feel like we're there now, which is good, which makes me feel better. But I mean, I'm just looking at this, and I'm like, say goodbye to Shane Bieber after that great season. That's like the one line you've got about the team. Let it go, man. I'm, but that's it's one one guy writing one power rankings, and you're hanging everything on that. Dan, let it go. I mean, we sat here, Dan, you and I God, both man. sat here and yelled at him and said, pay, pay Lindor, pay Lindor, pay Lindor. Yeah. Right? You remember that? Absolutely. And then as it kind of moved forward, I'm like, yeah, maybe, maybe they've made the right decision. And I, and maybe that'll be the right decision too with Shane Bieber. If they, you know, feel like they can't go past that. And we know that there might be a little bit more money coming into the system with, uh, with new minority ownership that's eventually supposed to become majority ownership. Oh, if I'll that's do, what happens. I'll do more. You're supposed, you should get some more money coming in due to playoff revenue. I mean, you you went two rounds in the playoffs. That should help your payroll a tiny bit too. I mean, that's the the whole thing with these power rankings right now is it's a snapshot of where this team sits currently. It is not where this team is going to sit in April. 
We've got the whole winter meetings. We've got the off season. We've got the hot stove. We've got all that stuff in between that maybe, just maybe, they shock us and do a little big game hunting because they were in on some big game during the last off season. Now, they weren't able to pull the trigger on it, but we have gone many a year where they're not even in. So I think it's one of those where right now you can look at this and go, oh, yeah, I should trade Shane Bieber. What a shame. Or you can go, okay, the foundation is set. Now it is time to use free agency as an asset to get some power in here, maybe do a little big game hunting because you got a log jam at, at shortstop, and a lot of teams like shortstops. Maybe you can get somebody who is not happy where they are or whose team is not willing to pay them to come in here and help you in the same way Atlanta did for Matt Olson. I wonder if you moved on from Rosario, who would play shortstop? Would it be Jimenez and you have a casting call at second base? That would be my guess. Or would you try to find a new shortstop? I mean, you could do the casting call of Tyler Freeman. You could do all that stuff. Rocchio, Arias, all those guys. Or are they better suited to play second base? Or are they better suited to play shortstop? You know, you have options here. The best option to me right now might be just keep Rosario. Trade the young guys. I mean, you've got a proven commodity. Is he a gold glover? No. But you you have options here, Andy. At the beginning of last year, you were just keeping your fingers crossed that you had a guy. Remember, uh, Rosario was playing you know a lot of left field early. Yeah, right? yeah, I, I know. Dan, I'm I'm kind of um, I know I, I can't remember what the where they are with the CBA on this, but I seem to remember a lot of the postseason money going to the players, not so much the teams in this situation, like. I want to say that like 60% of the ticket, the ticket, now I don't know about TV revenue and I don't know about outside revenue like that. And, and maybe the fact beer sales and things like that, I'm sure go back to the team. But I think a good portion of that ticket revenue that they get by having extra games at the end of the season goes back to the players and goes back into the players cut. I, I, I'm sure that the teams make money on the playoffs. I wouldn't think that they, they're losing money on the playoffs, but I don't know that it, is it significant enough to bring in another free agent? I don't know if that's the case. Yeah, are you with me on that? We were told by the owner that an increase in revenue would equal an increase in payroll. And payroll, so this would be an increase in revenue. So let's see an increase in payroll. Yeah, but I'm not. You, I don't know that you're, that playoff money isn't exactly. I, I mean, there I, are a I, lot go of back teams, and look at the, but there are the players get a good portion of that money. There are a lot the of teams that have pointed to the deep playoff runs as the reason why they are able to go get somebody to help to go p- spend a little bit more in free agency than they typically would. I wonder made if a it's, good playoff run. It's beer sales, more corporate sponsors down the road, things like that. An That's increase a in revenue should equal an increase in payroll. But I mean, you can look at the the revenue split for the players in the playoffs specifically. I just I don't know that the the actual ticket gate on a playoff game is uh, enough to bring in another free agent. Rodney is in Litchfield. Hi, Rodney. Well, you guys are you guys are climbing right up my alley. Why I called? Okay, good. I I would like to see. And I don't know if it can be done honestly. I'd like to see somebody come on, you know, a half hour, 45 minutes, and explain the revenue situation throughout the year, playoff games. Because my understanding is, and I'll use the Guardians because that's the team I follow, and, and I think they've done a great job as a small market, a great job. One World Series from being an unbelievable small market the last 20 years, right? One World Series win, they may be the best small market in baseball the last 20 years, Right. Agreeable? Agree. I absolutely agree with you. Yeah. Okay. So, so. Although, oh yeah, Tampa's bigger, but Tampa's done a nice job. Uh, well, Payroll wise. Well, yeah, yeah. Tampa's yeah. done a nice job too, but they haven't won it. That's what I'm saying. One, one World Series win 
they, they may be the best small market team, but here's where I'm going with this. My, my biggest argument is the amount of money that a team can spend based off of what they're taking in. Now, we don't have uh, Ewing Kaufman, you know, running the Royals 50 years ago that had a you know, multi-billionaire that he lost money. It was not his document. He lost money on, on the Royals, but he didn't care. It was a toy to him. So I would like to know is are the Guardians spending, you know, they're not pocketing all the, all the earnings because I don't know. I'm not an accountant. Uh, I, I say the Indians can't spend as much as the Yankees. Now, other people say, well, they can. The rules say they can. But you guys know as well as me, the revenue is, is huge. And I don't understand. Well, the local TV Yankees... revenue alone would tell you that. That's all you got to well, look know, at right there. Yeah. I, I, I know. I, yeah. I, I agree. I'm again. Yeah. I, yeah. So my question is the 18 small markets, whatever the number is, they're, they're, the, they're the majority. Why can they not vote and change? And I'm not even asking for a salary cap. I'm asking for a change. I don't know what that change is. I'm not an accountant. It's no, it's no coincidence that the top five highest payrolls made the playoffs. It's no coincidence that nine out of the top 12 teams that made the playoffs have the highest payroll. The only two teams that didn't make the playoffs that have high payroll had huge amount of injuries this year. Boston and the Angels, for whatever reason, the last 10 years, they, they, they have injury after injury and they spend money. So my question is, to make it nice conversation, how much money did, did the Guardians bring in this year? Can we figure it out? How much did they spend? The same with Pittsburgh, the same with Cincinnati, the same with Minnesota. It, it, is the amount fair? Are, they, are our owners doing a fair job of spending money? And am I allowed to tell them they should spend more money? I, I appreciate the show, guys. It's a good, really it's it's a a good conversation. Day. Thank you. According to uh, Statista, Com, Major League Baseball made as a, a collective, uh, according to this, nine point five six billion. That's off of three. That's a lot of money in twenty twenty. Obviously, the pandemic it was just three point six six. But the year prior would have been the greatest year ever uh, in twenty nineteen at ten point three seven billion dollars. What is that? Three NFL teams. The cost of three NFL teams right now, or my, that might not even be three full. NFL teams with the the way we throw around the word billion these days. I, I it's all it's all super interesting. All right, let's get back into the odds because I want to talk about some of that and the odds of the Guardians going back and, and trying to do some damage in the playoffs and what they look like moving forward. And I want to talk about the this weekend with the Browns and the Dolphins, and we'll do that. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 
We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 